Hello, everyone, and welcome to Being a Coach Podcast. I am your host, Coach E, and today's episode 12, I'm going to be talking about abusive bad coaches. And I came up with this topic in this for this episode simply based on what happened a week or so ago um, in Florida with Coach Gerald Williams of the Savannah Gators 9U football team and they was playing in the national championships up in Florida and I know if you haven't seen the video you should go check it out um this guy not once but twice punched the hell out of a nine-year-old kid um and they're not really saying why he did it neither did he say why he did it but it's nothing that kid could have done during the course of that game, blown assignments or whatever that warranted that dude punching that kid like that. And another thing I'm disappointed about is that the assistant coach didn't intervene. The other team's coaches didn't intervene. And even some of the parents or male parents in the stands didn't intervene on this. They was commenting on it. But it is no way on earth if I was at that game and I saw that I wouldn't assist confronted that dude about that. Cause man, this I mean, watch the video. Watch the video. And before I get into more of this, I'ma read this statement that Gerald Williams made on Facebook regarding that incident. And his statement reads as follows I am not going to make no excuses for what I did. I was wrong. There is no excuse. For my actions he the kid forgives me and his parents have forgiven me so nobody else should be bashing me bro that is a weak ass apology and number two you should be bashed for the rest of your life every time someone sees you they should mention that to you because there was no call it was no reason for you to do that and i understand that this guy was a was a counselor at the um chapman sheriff's station in a detention center so, you work with young people all the time. You're a counselor there. I mean, how can you get that upset where it caused you to punch the hell out of that kid that you did? There is no reason for that. And now, all of a sudden, when this got back to his department, the sheriff's office where he works for, they investigated and they fired that guy, rightly so. And now I understand that um, the state of Florida, where this incident happened, they're going to file child abuse charges. Which they should. And then the organization that he coached for, that his team is a part of, they banned him for life. Which they should have done. And this is why it goes back to my very first podcast, my very first episode when I was giving my opinion about being a good coach and what a being a coach means. I know in a lot of these instances, a lot of these coaches are volunteers. But hey, that's what you signed up for. But if you can't do it right, then get out of it. And I would love for someone to reach out to me by email. My email is beingacoach4 at gmail.com. I would love for a group of coaches and educators for us to get together, man, and come up with a national plan for training these people that's going to be working with these young people. My friend, um, Coach Clarence Fields of Minnesota, he's part of a group called the Trusted Coaches, which is a great organization they do background checks they do all kind of training and cprs and all this stuff but i think it needs to go further than that i think before we allow anybody man or woman 
to coach our young people, they need to have at least a two-week training on the do's and don'ts of being a coach and how to deal with these kids. Because a lot of these kids come from inner-city homes, single-family homes, and they have a lot of issues going on. But you can't be a coach where you get so mad that you punch a kid because he made mistakes in the games. He's nine freaking years old. Nine years old. And then this thing about his parents, they forgive him. Really? There's no way on earth as a parent I would forgive a coach for punching my kid like that. Now, I understand, you know, coaches get heated, you know, when kids mess up and you get in their face and you grab on them. I'm cool with that. But the punching part, no, that dude, someone should have whipped that dude ass right then and there on the spot or tried to anyway. Because it's, it's, it's no call for that. It's no reason for anybody to get that mad at a kid for blown assignments where you're going to punch the hell out of that kid. And I could be wrong. I really could be. But that's, it's, it's no call for that. And I couldn't sit there and then I'm watching the videos. I mean, millions of people have watched this video. And I watched it last night about three or four times. And I just couldn't believe that dude did that. Just completely, and then the assistant coach, his coach just stood there. This is why I'm saying everybody is not meant to be coaches. Everybody's meant not. His mother said, well, I believe all the coaches, our kids are not in danger. That's bullshit. And then, then the guy also said in the video that he shouldn't have disciplined him in public like that. So you mean to tell me you was in private, you probably would have punched that kid three or four more times? And I don't believe this is a single incident. That that cannot be a single incident where he got just... I, I know he has done that before. I know this. So we need, as parents, as coaches, as educators, we need to ensure that the people that we are entrusting with our kids' well-being, not only from a, a football, basketball, baseball, soccer, volleyball sport way but to get them ready for life after sports we don't know what the long-term effects is going to be on that kid that kid might not have never have confidence again for somebody punching him like that for maybe me missed a tackle maybe blown assignment other team score i don't know they're not really saying that but he couldn't have done anything that bad to make that coach punch that kid like he did i'm sorry I am totally sorry, and then it pisses me off because this not only happened at youth level, but I don't know about the punching part, but we have some very abusive, bad coaches, not only on the youth level, but on the high school and in the collegiate level, where these coaches don't give a damn about their kids. They worry about their paychecks, their wins and loss records, and the school also is part of this problem because they know some of these coaches are bad. But because of the coaches win a lot, they bring people in the stands, their revenue is up, they overlook all the bad shit. Now, if you're a coach and you're on the collegiate level or whatever, and your graduation rate is, is, is squat, is a piece of crap, then you don't need to be coaching. But your wins and losses are real high, so the school's over. Look, that is the problem that we have today with sports and with coaching. They overlook the mental aspect that some of these coaches are putting on these kids. 
And these kids, some of these kids be scarred for life. And you wonder why sometimes some of these kids are the way they are is because of the fucking coaching that they're getting. And it's just that simple. People are going to get mad at this. I don't give a dang how people feel. But I am so, I have a problem, not only in sports, but in general of an adult abusing a kid. I have a real big problem with that. To me, those people that abuse kids or do things that this guy done, they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Period. When it comes to kids. Because that thing has a lasting effect on that kid for the rest of his life. And people don't think so. And even his parents probably don't think so. Man, I wish a coach would put his hands on my kid like that. I wish he would, man, because it's, it's, it's going to be on him. You know, and I couldn't sit there and just watch that, man. And, and it, it, it was just on all tents and purposes. It gave a black eye on all the good coaches out there that's doing the things the right way. It causes trust issues. It causes mental issues. And it causes where people don't going to stop putting their kids in these sports and these programs. If you can't vent these coaches... And make sure they're going to do things the right way. All these coaches should have background checks run on them. All of them should have sensitivity class training before they even allowed to hold a practice. And I don't mean some some of these organizations got these little sensitive training day for a couple of hours and they go over all the dues. And man, that's some BS. These coaches need a couple of weeks in the classroom on, on, on how to be a coach. That is the only way we're going to weed out all these bad coaches. You know, that is the only way because I, I love all the guys and, and ladies that are out there coaching our young people and doing things the right way. But the people like Gerald Williams, they do not belong in coaching and dealing with our young people. So I'm just imagining this dude was a counselor. How did he treat his, the people that he was counseling? You know, and it's, it's, it's crazy. It is truly crazy. But it's time for the good coaches, the parents, and some of these administrators to say enough is enough. We need to come up with a way to weed out these bad dudes. And then he and it kills me when he said, I shouldn't have done it in public. I shouldn't have disciplined in public. So what would you would have done in private? I know I repeated that, but I'm just I'm just so pissed off at watching that video so pissed off and it's no place for that you know our kids are our most seek um circuit our kids are our most valuable assets in the world we are counting on these people to grow up to be positive young men and young women to make a positive impact on society and to give back to their communities if they are in a position to do so but we can't have our kids growing up to be like this and we got coaches like Gerald Williams coaching them I'm sorry you know it just, it just doesn't work it don't add up and you can't expect to have some good teams and some good people if we continue to have coaches like this I'm sorry and it, it, it was bad I, I am applauded and, and I need to 
and I haven't done so. I'm probably going to do so after this, but I'm going to call my old high school coach, Lalo Mendoza, and I'm, we're going to talk about this because we, you know, we always do about certain things, but I mean, it, it, it's bad and it's bad. And so someone can help me do some research and get with these organizations that's in charge of all these youth sports and all this stuff. I would like to put a plan together and come up with a training materials for these coaches. And so that way they can understand you are more entrusting for these kids than some of their parents because some of their parents is not around because of working and other situations. So they need an adult figure that's going to put them in the right direction. Not a dope figure that's going to get so mad at him or her that he got to punch that person. So please get in touch with me. Let's see if we can come up with something and then find out. I'm going to start researching who's in charge of the youth sports and all sports in every state and figure out a plan that we can come up with to ensure that this don't happen again. And for all you coaches that are out there doing things the right way, I continue to applaud you and I continue to wish you great success. And please, coaches, please, if you can't be the type of coaches that our kids need, then get out of the profession. Plain and simple. Get out of the profession. So with that being said, that's the end of this um, episode 12. And I hope people enjoy and I hope we can come up with a plan to ensure that something like this don't happen again. And everybody with this pandemic that's raging all through the country, please be safe. Practice social distancing, wear your mask so therefore we can get rid of this um, pandemic and everybody can we can get back to some type of sense of normalcy in the world today. God bless everyone and stay tuned for episode one of season three coming up soon. God bless. Bye-bye.